This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too it's a thing and now the truth is out there i can tell you about my favorite place to have fun chumba casino they have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week you can play for free anytime anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses so join me in the fun sign up now at chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary btw void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus hello it is ryan and i was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com i looked over the person sitting next to me and you know what they were doing they were also playing chumba casino coincidence i think not everybody's loving having fun with it chumba casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime anywhere even at thirty thousand feet so sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus that's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life no purchase necessary btw void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus what are you thankful for I know I'm thankful for the Minnesota Vikings, but what specifically? It's a Thanksgiving-themed episode here on The Real Forno Show today. We're going to talk a lot about the Vikings. We're going to talk about what we're thankful for. And if you are a premium subscriber to the YouTube channel, you're going to have an opportunity to join the show. It's going to be a good time here on the drunkest night of the year. I know I'm thankful for Welcome the Minnesota to The Real Forno Show. Welcome to The Real Forno Show. Hosted by... Tyler Bornis, the managing editor of USA Today's Vikings Wire, writer for the College Football Network, publisher of Substack Run In Shooter, host of The Good, The Bad, and The Hungry on the Voices of Wrestling Podcast Network, as well as a founding member of Vikings First and Hello! Welcome to The Real Forno Show. I'm your host, Tyler Forno. With me, as always, in the top right corner, he is producer Dave. Dave, I have a question for you. Why is gravy the best Thanksgiving food? Your answer, please. Because gravy covers up all the inadequacies of turkey, uh, if you partake in turkey, and it flavors the mashed potatoes absolutely perfectly. It can, it's, it's the bonding agent of all the stuff on your plate. I love gravy. Gravy is the best Thanksgiving food, and I will not be hearing any other arguments because I'm right, and everybody else who disagrees is wrong. I like this is the ruling of the real porno show. Like, I, I, I'm, I'm not being completely serious here. Come on, guys. Like, I'm, 
my camera's being all kinds of wonky because you know it's this new tracking camera and it does weird things now so my screen sometimes looks a little unbalanced but but look, we're going to have some fun here tonight. Uh, this isn't going to be your standard run-of-the-mill show. We're going to enjoy ourselves. We're going to talk Vikings. We're going to talk things we're thankful for. And you know, I may even crack this bottle and take some pulls because I don't have an actual glass to pour it in. The only thing I have is I've got a, a little dish for, um, that Odie used to uh, drink out of that I can pour it in. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know if I want to drink out of a dog dish on camera. <laughs> Look, last night, and uh, Dave, let's talk about this. Last night, if you saw on Twitter, I ate the Jameson Williams McDouble, where you take a McDouble and you put a a little dab of McFlurry on it. And I got to say, so I didn't do the exact replica because the wife wanted to eat an M&M McFlurry. And I'm going to be honest, it was cheap. I did not want to buy two McFlurries because I didn't want to eat a whole McFlurry. So I took a dollop of the M&M McFlurry and tried it on a McDouble. I'm not going to lie. It was fine. Like for me, fine is like about a seven out of 10. I'd eat it. Would I ever order it and do it intentionally again? I don't think so. I really don't, but it was fine. And I think fine is good. Like I like you get the salty and sweetness with like, um, ice cream. Like you, you go to Wendy's and you dip your fries into a frosty. It, it kind of gives you those same vibes. It's not Perfect. Um, but I will say you get the creaminess of the ice cream first. And then right afterwards, you taste the burger and it's not like they intersect a whole lot. Uh, it's really weird to like kind of describe. And look, if you ever get a burger and like a blizzard or something, just put a tiny dab on, on top of the burger and take a bite and try it. It's, it's honestly, it sounds way worse than it is. Um, but yeah, I did that because yeah, why the heck not? Plus, I found out that if you do like, I don't like I like getting two patties of the McChicken. So instead of buying two McChickens, it's only a dollar to get an extra patty. So I had a double McChicken for less than four bucks. It kicked butt. Uh, Dave, there are so many ways we can go from here, but I think I would be remiss to not talk about this. If you want to join the show, you will be able to join the show tonight if you subscribe to our, our premium content on YouTube. We have slowly started rolling that out, but it's also the easiest way to financially support us other than a super chat, which can only be done on live shows. There are tiers for $2.99, $5.99, and $14.99. And today, today, we're going to allow all tiers to join the show. And just ask a question, say what you're thankful for, yada, yada, happen. And we're just going to have a little bit of fun. So if you want... Um, put, uh, if you are a subscriber, Dave can see it on his end. Um, and, uh, throw your email in the chat. Dave will get you the, the special link. That's going to be good for this episode only. And we'll have a little bit of fun. And if you subscribe tonight, you will be eligible to join. It's going to be a good time. I, I can't wait to be able to kind of talk some ball with you guys. And well, let's, let's kind of start talking ball, Dave. Um, I want to get your take on this because I know how much you love the big round bellies. Oh, but they're my favorites. Um, be, because they're so pivotal to the performance of these players. I want your take here. Alexander Madison versus Ty Chandler. Where do you stand on this seemingly controversial issue? On 
on Ty Chandler versus the round bellies? No, Ty Chandler versus Alexander Madison. Who do you like more? I like Ty Chandler's explosiveness. I like Madison's decision-making better. I wish you could combine the two. I wish you had the better decision-making by Ty Chandler. At his explosiveness, he would be RB1, without a doubt. Without a doubt. But Ty Chandler has not made the best decisions. And by what I'm talking about decisions is if the play is either a zone run or a, a gap, it's the reads. How he's identifying the hole, and if the hole closes, what he's supposed to do from that. Ty Chandler doesn't make always the right decision on that. Mm-hmm. But he by far is more explosive and can run better than Alexander Madison. Madison tends to make the better decisions, but he doesn't have that burst. See, that's where I'm I'm torn between the two. Now I will take the burst over the reads. However, if we can combine both of them like you could with Dalvin Cook in his heyday, then you've got everything made. It's I want to see Ty Chandler get at least 50% of the snaps, which should be at least, I'd like to see him get a 20-snap count this weekend, Monday. Yeah, I'm kind of with you there. I I think it would be great to see him get a significant amount more snaps. Um, The one thing that's really interesting about the idea of Ty Chandler versus the idea of Alexander Madison is there is a ceiling to Madison that Chandler doesn't have. And that has to do with that burst and explosiveness. Um, I, I think that if you give Madison that burst and explosiveness, it wouldn't even be a question, but Madison just doesn't have that. He is much more savvy and is able to see the field significantly better. But the question is, is Chandler going to be able to grow and develop in there? And one of the tough parts about, that element is you have to get reps to be able to kind of figure it out, see the whole develop and see it, see it happen and be able to make that decision on the fly. You're not going to be able to do that without getting reps. Well, if you keep making mistakes there, you're not going to get the opportunity to be able to develop and get those reps. And it's a catch 22 where I want to see him get more touches. I want to see him do those things, but he also has to be more consistent in pass protection. He's good in pass protection on an overall level, but he has these clunkers. He has these absolute duds. And one of them happened to turn into a Minnesota Vikings interception against the Denver Broncos. That Josh Jobs interception, Madison, or sorry, Chandler had really good form, got good contact, but wasn't able to hold Alex Singleton off enough. Singleton comes in, gets Dobbs, and and Dobbs kind of lobs up a duck. Like you can't, quack, 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 can't be quack, doing that. Quack, quack. <laughs> uh, f- um, sad fact: um, Hans from the Mighty Ducks and D three, the Mighty Ducks, apparently <laughs> passed away the other day at the age of ninety five. Jan, who is in D two, the brother of Hans, uh, passed away years prior. So that that was really sad to find out. Uh, all our best go to his family. Um, I love the Mighty Ducks. Mighty Ducks is uh, the best movie. It's really not a great movie per se. If you're talking about like the real cinematic elements, I don't give a crap. It's the best movie. I love Mighty Ducks. Um, oh, 
I might watch it this weekend just because, but there's a lot of football this weekend, including Minnesota prep bowl, seven state title games this weekend, including Edina in the six, a final after they beat Eden Prairie last weekend. That's an upset. Not often that Edina is the underdog, but Hey, it's possible. Um, all right. I think I think we should start getting into um into some of these thankful elements. And don't forget, guys, uh, if you are a premium subscriber to YouTube or you want to become one, you can join the show. Uh just um get Dave your email address, he'll send you the link and you'll be able to join. We'll have some fun. That's what this is about. It's about fun. And then I'm going to go to the bar and I'm going to eat a bunch of wings, drink a bunch of bush light like a good, good American boy. <laughs> I'm going to start. How off do you take your wings? So I will eat boneless wings, chicken but nuggets. they are not wings. No, they're not chicken nuggets either. <laughs> honestly, honestly, Dave, if you ever had a boneless wing and a chicken nugget, like had them back to back, a boneless wing is not a chicken nugget. But it is also not a wing. It's just kind of its own. It's in its own little universe. It's chopped up chunks of chicken breast or chicken tenderloin breaded and fried. It's kind of like, you know, popcorn chicken at KFC isn't actually popcorn, which, by the way, I don't eat KFC very often, (laughs) but they're apparently getting rid of popcorn chicken. Dave, can you believe that? It's good, especially on when they have the. Popcorn chicken bowls on the where it's popcorn chicken and the mashed potatoes and the gravy and the corn all. Oh, I, I love me a good KFC bowl. I will actually make a KFC bowl at home because oh, Dave, it's great. Yeah, you, you get uh, the gravy. You got to have copious, copious amounts of gravy because gravy is the best Thanksgiving food. Food. Look, I should have made that the title. Gravy's the best Thanksgiving food. Deal with it. But, um, I, I do want to be respectful to those who don't think gravy is the best Thanksgiving food. I, I had a, a mini uh, argument with Judd about it before we recorded Purple Access, which will drop Friday on the uh, Purple Daily uh, YouTube channel podcast feed. Because look, gravy is the best. I love gravy. Um, but I want to start here, Dave. Um, what are you most thankful for when it comes to these Minnesota Vikings? I'm most thankful for the coaching staff, believe it or not. I love the fact that Kevin O'Connell is an offensive mind, and we see a lot of good things from him. And he turned around an 0-3 start to where we're still in the playoff hunt. I definitely love Brian Flores and thankful that we have him. And hopefully we'll be thankful this time next year that we still have him. It's It's been, as much as it's been a, an exciting season and frustrating season, whether it be the missed kicks by Joseph or the fumbles, the fumbles, and the fumbles, and the more fumbles, it's been an exciting one. And we see potential. And we see potential without big names, right? We see it on the, especially on the defense. The defensive uh, defensive side of the ball probably has less talent this year than it did last year, and yet they're playing a boatload better, right? And the offense, 
we have obviously lost Kirk Cousins and we lost Justin Jefferson, whether he plays Monday or not, it's going to be a question mark, but we've won games and we've played better. And without JJ out, they've expanded stuff, you know, and got Jordan Addison, some more touches and reps. And it's just, it's been, I'm thankful for the fact that our coaches have adapted and, with a team that, you know, you thought, well, you know, we're lucky, especially after that start, miserable start we had, is now talking playoffs and could go further if they get hot. All I got to do is hold on to the football. This has been an exciting, worthwhile season, you know, in a competitive rebuild. We're not, we're not Chicago, right? We're not that team for Wisconsin. Thankfully, um, we're not some of the worst teams in the league. We are actually in it, and we haven't done much to, you know, we are obviously rebuilding, getting rid of vets and such. But to still be competitive, I think that's a good thing. I, I enjoy it as a fan. It keeps you enthralled. I mean, if you were sitting there with one win going, yay, Let's mock draft, because who's the quarterback of choice now? I like the fact that, believe it or not, I'm not doing mock drafts this time of season. That I'm not asking you for, who do you think the best uh, long snapper is? Because I haven't a clue, right? Now, we'll get into that when the time is appropriate. And I know you and your guys over at Vikings Wire have been prepping that for months now. And that is fantastic, but I don't care, right? Because I care about what's happening now. And the fact that the Vikings are 6-5, and they have a chance to go to the playoffs. They right now have a two-game lead over everybody that's chasing them, and they can actually move up due to schedules. I think that's a great thing. I'm thankful for that. It's been fun. You, You took mine. Um, I was actually going to go Kevin O'Connell because of the way he's really uh, helped this team and been able to take them to a uh, kind of another level and really build up a culture because look, Zimmer was great and the culture that he built was mostly great as well. But here's the problem with Mike Zimmer's culture. Um, He let it go to absolute shit and he became just an old curmudgeon. And it all started with Kirk Cousins. It's not Kirk's fault. It was the idea of Kirk Cousins coming in. Because Mike Zimmer didn't want Kirk. And that's why, like, you can't blame the person. It's the idea. And Zimmer just couldn't get over it. And, you know, there are some people who just can't get over things. Like, shit happens. Deal with it, man. Like, look, be mad for a month. And then get over yourself. You're paid millions of dollars to coach football. You're going to have players on your team that you just don't like. Just any boss is going to have people on their staff they just don't like. I had plenty of like servers, cooks, bartenders throughout all my time when I was in the restaurant industry. I just didn't like them. But you have to work with them. And you have to be respectful. And you still have to try and get the best out of them. And work together as a team doesn't matter if, if you don't want to go have a beer with them after work. Who cares? You, you got to do your job. And 
we have no indication that O'Connell dislikes anybody on that roster, but I'm sure he does. You're, you, it's human nature to just not get along with everybody. And if he doesn't get along with them, it hasn't manifested in any kind of negative way because this culture is great. This team is winning and they're, and they seem to really care about each other because when things go wrong, they don't. What's the best way to say it? They don't crumble. They stay together and they're able to do this thing at a very high level and continue that. I, I think that's just great. And so I guess in a roundabout way, it's not just Kevin O'Connell. I'm thankful for the culture because the culture of this team is honestly the most important aspect of how we're going to continue to build this Minnesota Vikings franchise and try to win that Super Bowl. Culture matters. You need talented players, but you can do more with less talent when you have a culture like this. And I think we've shown that the last six weeks, not having Jefferson, not having Cousins, not having Darisaw for some of it, not having Marcus Davenport for most of it, not having a Caleb Evans, like all this stuff. You can overcome that with a great culture, a great system in place. I think that's awesome and something that we should be really, really happy about. Mm -hmm. I agree. And uh, talk about being thankful. Justin brought it up, the community. The community here, the Vikings community, the fans community, the one that comes and watches us, you know, every Monday and Wednesday and uh, on Saturday and on Sunday. It's just fantastic. And there's nothing more heartwarming than the response that we get from all of you guys every time we're on, whether it be on live on YouTube, Vikings First and Skull YouTube, or on our podcasts on Vikings First and Skull podcast. It is great to have you all. We love that you've taken the time to subscribe, taken the time to become members if those have chosen, have the ability to. You guys absolutely rock and make this all the fun. And it's part of the overall culture of what Minnesota fandom, Minnesota Vikings fandom is. Yeah, this community kicks butt. Mm-hmm. Um, now, Zoe talked about you ter- You relate things to food because that's what you were. Mm-hmm. I tend to relate things to the military because that's what I was. Mm-hmm. And, and you talked about Zimmer not liking somebody, but they got to make it work. That's yeah. the case in any organization. So they've got to make it work. And I know I had to work. I had a, a boss, a supervisor. He was truck driver, Benny Salvador. He was from the Philippines, didn't speak English, all that great, but he's a great man. And he stuck me with Staff Sergeant, I want to say his name was Warlock. We called him Horlock. Um, He was working his way towards retirement and didn't care, where I was a fast-burning airman that, you know, had my shit all in one sock. And... uh, he put us together and says, I don't care if you don't, guys don't like each other. You guys are going to work together and learn to work together. Well, we'd get evaluated by quality assurance, and we came up with zero findings every single time. And we became a heck of a team, even though we couldn't, we didn't like each other. But we learned to work together absolutely fantastic. 
And is that's the culture that brings that working together fantastic and the respect that comes with it that leads to success. And I think the Vikings are setting themselves up for long-term success versus just a short-term flash in the pan. And I'm grateful for that. I'm thankful that we get to see that. Yes. Hey, look at that. Justin is saying that I have the correct take. Well, hey, that's why he's on, He's with the, the network. It has nothing to do with his calendars now to the Vikings. It only has to do with the fact that gravy is the best Thanksgiving food. <laughs> that, is, that, that is the requirement to join Vikings first in school. All right. You have to agree that gravy is the best Thanksgiving food. The only reason we let Dave stay is because uh, he's a co-founder. Otherwise, he, he'd be, be gone. This is about this is a gravy podcast. Hey, I love gravy. Website. I'm not saying gravy is not. I just I like a lot of foods, as you can see by my big round belly. My belly is oblong, but that's also due to the fact that I survived death. So I'm okay with that. Listen, I, I'm seeing a lot of comments in the chat about cooking. Let me share something really cool with you because look, th- this is going to stray from being just a Minnesota Viking show. We're just going to have fun tonight, all right? sitting with my wife and we uh we've been moving some stuff uh like money wise around and trying to just get ourselves like a little bit of a buffer so we can feel just a little more comfortable because we got you know the student loans um have to be repaid again and my wife is you know pharmacist she got student loans um i don't luckily but because of that we're, we're just having to kind of move some money around so we decided hey you know what my wife is like, I don't really like these nonstick pans. We should try and upgrade to get some better. I'm like, yeah, but do we really want to spend a lot of money? She's like, well, you know, what should we get? And then I remember seeing those Gordon Ramsay pans, the hex clad. Yeah. We bought a 14 piece set and I can't wait to try those out. Are you oh, kidding me? Those things are outrageous priced. There's a black Friday deal. We got a 12 piece set. It was 600 bucks. You get an eight, a 10 and a 12 inch frying pan, a two or three and an eight quart pot all with lids. And then, Oh, we, we added a a 12 inch walk for, with a lid for 80 bucks. And then with tax free shipping, it was like seven thirty. Damn. Hey, I hope that worked out for you. I hope so too. But like the way I figure it is like, I'm not huge on like the celebrity endorsement angle. But when you watch Gordon Ramsay and how like he's not a gimmick, he like he's got Michelin stars. He lives and breathes food. If he's putting his name behind something to me, that holds some weight. It's not going to hold weight if your run of the mill athlete is sponsoring something. But a, a Michelin star chef sponsoring a set of pots and pans. And like to me, that means something. Um Look, I, well, I, I fought, Gary, I fought for a cast iron. Wife said no, because we didn't know how to store. She didn't know how to store it. And she just didn't want it sitting around like, you know, because it's seasoned, you really can't clean it. I wanted one, but I what lost. You, mean you can't so clean it. You, you really, you're, you're like, not, you're using, you use a steel mesh to scrape off anything. And then you treat it. If you have a well-treated, well-seasoned cast iron pan, one, it's nonstick. And two, it lasts forever. 
and it's a simple water steel mesh dry off and yeah. you're it's ready for the next go i love cast iron and but that that it, her thing was even though you do that you don't wash it no you, it does not go in a dishwasher that, that's that that was her thing you don't actually wash it and I'm just like, yeah, but it's a cast iron. You don't wash it. That's the point of a cast iron because then you get the seasoning. It works. So I mentioned these. She's like, wait, really? Uh, and then she was all bored. I'm like, oh, God, this is going to rule it, it. Like the um, the nonstick surface is like coated with diamond dust. Like, mm-hmm. so it's like extra strong. And I'm like, oh, I can't wait. I, I can't wait to hear your reviews on it. Oh, the first, like, I'm going to do pan-fried steak. I'm going to do eggs. Um, and somebody asked in the chat earlier, I think it was Alvin. Um, yes, I am the cook of the family. Um, my wife is not really a cook. Um, so she kind of got lucky with me. And I kind of got lucky because she deals with all of my bullshit and my crazy work <laughs> schedule that I put myself through. So Your five I, TV set up so you can watch football. Hey, 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 I had to have that when I worked for NBC. I had to keep tabs on like five games at a time and write about all five. So getting that set up was one, an investment Two, it was necessary. It was necessary. Dr. Proto here says sea salt and a bit of chain mail. Yep. hundred percent there, brother. hundred percent. I am curious to see how those hex clad pads do. Um, I'm just curious. Now, Gordon Ramsay's the one that taught me how to properly pan fry a steak. I was, yeah, I, I love steak, but I could never cook it. Can't cook it on the grill for nothing because you can't keep the heat just right. And, but I watched some videos of his on how to pan fry. I can, mm, every single time. There's no question mark. Just, you know, done. And it tastes fantastic. Yeah. That's that's kind of what I, I'm I'm looking to do is uh, learning how to better pan fry a steak because I've never really had great pans, and I, I'll tell you I'm I'm excited to to start using these pan fry a couple like New York strips and then drop like half a stick of butter and then a like a just a bunch of rosemary and then like baste the steaks at the end. Oh, I can't wait, Dave. The, um, they have like equal heat distribution too, like. I can hear Odie downstairs whining. I really feel bad. I actually might just go get him and let him come upstairs. Um, but yeah, it's... Uh, <laughs> I'll just say, he agrees with uh, David Chains that ribeye is the best cut. Oh, I, I'm... When, you, when I, you're I'm doing not, a steak, steak, yes. I'm not a big filet guy. My wife's a huge filet person. I'm not. Like, mm-hmm. it's fine, but I'd rather just have a strip or like a ribeye uh, or if I'm lucky, I'll do a whole porterhouse. But God, oh. no, I'm getting I'm getting oh. real hungry. <laughs> we're, um, we're going off topic too. Um, yeah, you know, Mateo, I'm looking up Guga right now. Um, there are some right, good ways to cook steaks. Go um, that I admit, but like I said, I can do a pan steak and it's simple and it's real quick. Just a matter of minutes per side, if that. 
and it comes out fantastic every single time. Now, a fillet, I've had very good fillets. My grandfather used to do. Now, how this does, deals with the Vikings, it does not. He used to do a pepper. He'd have me pour. I was in high school, and he had me pour whole kernels of peppers into a pestle and mortise. And I'd crunch them up, and we'd uh, pat them on the fillets. And then he'd take a pan that he had sitting, a cast iron pan, sitting on a a cook stove that was real high temperature, stick that sucker in there, sear both sides, and then he'd bring it in and they'd finish it on the stove. Oh, God, that's great. Um, Davey, fuck football talk, let's talk food. Yes, Davey, hey, I got you. But the filet, you can cut with a fork if it's a good filet. It's just so tender. But you generally had to, it doesn't have the flavor that a, say, a ribeye or a porterhouse does because the meat next to the bone and the extra fat and all that other stuff. But boy, either one, you can't lose either way. You want to impress a date, take her out for a good steak. That's just the way to do it. And as Justin says, if you haven't subscribed already, hit that sub sub button and consider joining us. If you want to join us and come on, uh, we're allow we're we want that tonight. We want to see you guys. I've already sent the link to Davey. He hasn't checked his Facebook at this point um, to do it. But uh, where's the Odie Cam? We hey Justin, that's why we need the subscribers. We need to make enough money so we can buy that extra camera and put on Odie. That means I'm going to have to clean my damn office. I don't want to do that. So we're going to have to get a lot of subscribers uh, to make sure that I keep my office clean because there's, I've got clothes on the floor. I've got parties hanging. Like you can see inside my dirty closet. Like, uh, but no, I'm all for this food talk. And you know what? It's Dr. Proto talks about ribs and pulled pork. Oh yeah. Those are good too. (laughs) Listen, I have a, I have a take on meat. If you sauce meat, you're doing it wrong. You shouldn't have to sauce meat. It should be a rub. You should rub it, and that's it. I don't want. I don't want any sauce on my meat. I want dry rub, salt, pepper, or like I, I use like there's this one Traeger rub. It's a uh, rub. It's in an orange container, garlic chili powder. Very good. Um, I I will rub that on pretty much anything. I'll do steaks. Pork, chicken, ribs. Oh, yeah. I've also found this. Uh, it's a fin and feather rub from Traeger in a green container. Um, high, high, high recommend it. Um, great on like tilapia and cod. Um, we've been doing more fish here. And oh, I'm, I can't wait to try these pots and pans. It's going to be so great. Um, I, I will be buying like going to my butcher because I there's a lo- butcher in town. I don't know what it is. Like, look. You get meat from a grocery store, it's good. You go to a butcher shop and it's you're on cloud nine. That stuff is so much better. Mm-hmm. And it's not even an insult to grocery stores. It's it's just better. Yeah. It's fresher. It's ah, oh, I love it. Absolutely love hey, it. Speaking of loving it, we have Davy Chains. Chef Davey in the green room right now. I am going to bring him on. Step into the world of power, 
loyalty and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. There hey, what's up? And the myth, the legend, David Chase. What's up, sir? Hey, what's. Hey, how you doing, guys? Good. We're, we're just talking about food. That's my uh, that's my thing. Hey, you know you grew up in a Jewish family. That's what I'm talking about. Food, right? Food, food, food. You know. Oh yeah. What do you uh, think? Uh, I... What? Do you think? what? Hold uh, on. You cut out yeah. in there. I'm earbuds here, so uh, you may. Can you hear me now? Mm-hmm. Yes. Talk to us, Davey. Coming. Ah, Davey's having technical problems. Try again, Davey. Try again, Davey. Okay. Hold on. Okay. Can I see me now? Yes. Hold on. Oh, okay. It'd be nice if I turned up the volume. Nitwit. <laughs> Talk to us, brother. What are you thankful for? Yeah, so uh actually I'm thankful, you know, just to be alive. You know? Considering, you know, all the health issues, you know, all the health issues I've had the past uh past five and a half years. Um uh you know, I you know, I'm pretty grateful. You know, I came back from due deployments without a scratch. And, you know, I can't ask for anything else. I mean, my family is slowly disappearing, but, you know, I got my mother. I go visit her. And uh, tomorrow I'll be hanging out with some uh, some buddies. And uh, hopefully it'll be, uh, it won't be one of these alcohol-infused riots like it was last, last Thanksgiving. <laughs> well, if it's a bunch of old army buddies, it may get close to that. Yeah, that's no, probably... they're mostly Irishmen. Oh, and Irish don't drink. Yeah, that. Mo- yeah, they're mostly Irishmen. Oh, yeah, yeah, they don't drink. No, Irish people don't drink. No. <laughs> so, Davey, let me ask you this: because you said you grew up in a Jewish family, um, and then we're specifically mm. talking about food. So, what were kind of the yeah. staples uh, in your family for like? Like big holiday get-togethers and stuff. I was I was lucky enough to attend a uh, a seder uh, when I was about nineteen, and right. oh my god, I uh, 
there were very few times I think I've ever had better food than when I was at yeah. that Seder. It was tremendous. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, it was sort of a mixed bag in my family. You know, my, you know, my mother being a Holocaust survivor, you know, and also being growing up in an Orthodox household, you know, they were kind of like kosher, kosher, kosher. Now, my father, who was more like conservadox, for those who don't know what conservadox is, is you teeter between conservative and orthodox. But with conservative Jews, we have Chinese food on Friday nights and seafood on Sunday. And, uh, and on all those rare days where we don't want to follow what's called kashrut, you know, we'll have bacon and pork and all that other stuff. So, you know, at least that's, that's the way it was in my house. I, I will say that that's just the kind of the perfect dichotomy of mom and dad. Mom says you can't have that cookie, but dad will give you the cookie and tell you not to tell mom. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, you see my, you see my, you see my mother's family, they were based, you know, when they all came to this country, uh, they were basically dirt poor. My father, on the other hand, uh, my uh, grandfather was a tailor in Russia and quick, quick story. Uh, my grandfather was in the Russian cavalry and about the time that the uh, revolution came, he decided to split. So he left to come to the United States and he opened up a tailor shop and eventually he ended up opening up a luncheonette. And then he opened up another luncheonette. So by the time my grandmother came over here, she came over here with my uncle Oscar and my uncle Oscar opened up, uh, three kosher delis. So I kind of grew up in, you know, in the deli business. So my father was, he was the one that spoiled us. You know, you know, my mother was like, well, you got to work for everything. You know, you can't just have everything you want. And my father was like, so what do you want? Well, dad, you see, okay, let me give you a brief history. I, let me digress a bit. Before I got into being a big football fan, I was a, I was a hockey player. I was a big time hockey player. Uh, I, I grew up in Brooklyn and uh, I don't want to get into politics here, but I grew up in Beach Haven, Brooklyn, and it was owned by Fred Trump, Donald's father. And what he did was he started a club and every Sunday after Hebrew school, we would play roller hockey. Then during the summer, we would play uh, softball. And then he started an ice hockey league. So I started to play ice hockey. That was my game. And then because my parents both worked out on Long Island, we moved out to Long Island. And that's where I got into football. And it was in, I think, 67 was, was when I really started to take football serious and i became a really diehard viking fan uh between 67 and 68 i kind of followed football when i was in brooklyn but not that much but when i saw jim marshall they played that they showed that clip of him running the wrong way i said you know something that's the team that i want to root for so <laughs> that's when i that's when i became a viking fan you know hey you know you know, like you guys haven't already figured this, figured this out. I'm wired different than everybody else. You know, I see things, I see things differently. I hear things differently. 
So, you know, I'm, 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 you know, I'm not exactly top shelf. You know what I'm saying? So I'm kind of weird. So anyway, getting, getting back to your, your question about food, uh, you know, there's a lot of really, really good, good kosher food out there. So, Mm -hmm. you know, you know, my mother did the cooking, but then when she had to go back to work, you know, she made like gallons of stuff. Like her big thing was steak pizza Iola. And that was, that was a staple in my house, like twice a week. And my, my dad, uh, he was an aerospace engineer. So my mother being an accountant, she had to work long hours. She worked in the automobile industry and my dad worked for Grumman aerospace. So my dad would get home early and my dad would go to the butcher and he would have the butcher. I don't know if you could see me right here. Let me see where I am. Like he'd have the butcher cut ribeye steaks like this. So yeah. Yeah. So, so when we moved out to long Island, my dad put a pool in the backyard. So he figured while he was putting a pool pool in the backyard, he would, he would install a gas grill. So we had the gas grill running from, from the house out to where the pool was. So we had a gas grill. So we had pretty much like steaks almost three, four times a week. So that's why food is like really, really important to us. You know? <laughs> oh, sounds, that's a great Heck story. Yeah. Heck yeah. yeah. I love food. I would love to have steak three, four times a week, but I think the wife would kill me. <laughs> yeah. It's getting a little expensive, unfortunately. Look, um, you know, have you ever, uh, I'll say this and then Davey will, um, we'll probably have to let you go. Cause we got one more that's going to join us here. Um, sure. have you ever heard of a, how, how to turn any steak into a filet? So it, it, it's not an identical like science, but it, it, there is merit to it. You take an inexpensive piece of meat and you coat right. the thing, absolutely coat the top of it with kosher salt, throw it back mm-hmm. in the fridge, let it sit for at least an hour per inch. Right. And then you wipe the salt off. It absorbs all the mm-hmm. moisture out of the steak and it'll immediately make it more tender and it'll get mm-hmm. it as close as you possibly can to a filet. So I'll do like top sirloin or bottom round and then you'll you just coat it and then wipe it off and the salt will be so absorbed with moisture it's almost like like you could form it into a snowball and then right it's an easy way to kind of as dave said steak is expensive well you buy a bunch of bottom round you can eat pretty decent uh considering the price or you could use an eye round that i do a lot of people yes yeah i do yeah. I'm not discriminate with steak. I, if it's steak and I can cook it well, I will eat it. Mm, yeah. Hey, listen, before you guys kick me off, could we, could we just uh, deviate and talk football for a little while? Yes. If that's okay with you guys? Let's do yeah, it quickly. What, what, what do you got, Davey? Well, you know, um, you know, I've been doing a lot of thinking, you know, and I think we are pretty lucky. We do have a lot to be thankful for because, you know, to be six and five, and have an injury riddled team like we have, you know, not many teams can survive like that. You know, on some teams you get like one or two top players and they're gone for extended period of time. They go in the shitter, you know, but we're pretty lucky. We've got guys that were able to plug in. They might not be the greatest guys, but we got the best coaches that are able to train, teach these guys how to be better. We haven't gotten there yet, but we're going to, but we're going to get there. 
I'm just a little concerned about Kevin O'Connell. He he gets a little bit too cute with himself. You know, uh, when you know when I saw that trick play, and uh, who was the guy that just got suspended? He just got suspended again for like the third time. Yeah, and when I saw him hit Dobbs and his head like snap back, I was like, "Damn!" I mean, you know, come on, Kevin. You know, try to use your head. Try to be. You know, what are we going to be down to? Nick Mullins then? But uh, yeah, I think I think we should ride Dobbs for the rest of the season if he doesn't get hurt, because then when we get uh, Jefferson back, and then we get um, Davenport back, and uh, I think we'll be okay. I think we'll be okay. I think I think we're looking at minimum ten wins. I think you're right. Uh, I'm I'm really excited to kind of see what the rest of the season uh, holds out for us, Davey. Thank you for joining us again. And we Thanks wish you a very, stories. very happy Thanksgiving and greatly appreciate yeah, you kind of sharing some of that stuff. I, I love hearing about hearing about stories and backgrounds and stuff. It just it's fun. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's good talking to you guys. You guys have a happy, happy holiday. You too, brother. Take it easy, my man. Take care, buddy. Hey, we've got another guest coming on right now. Is it Odie? Well, he listed himself as Alvin Volkheiser, Volkenheiser, which got me all confused. No, it's Harmsy. Harmsy What's up? How are you doing, buddy? It's my debut on the show. Welcome, sir. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you guys? Good. Odie hasn't peed on the carpet yet, so we're doing pretty good so far. <laughs> well, now, Tyler. I'm sure Odie wants Ty Chandler to start as well. <laughs> I'm sure he does. Tyler, if you don't know, Harms is a wonderful member and uh, especially started his way over on One Bar in Lubbockus where he does appearances. And he has since joined us as a member. Harms has some great takes. Harmsy, what are you thankful for? You you nailed it with the coaching staff. You know, there's a lot of people, you know, they'll, they'll talk bad about – O'Connell, you know, he he's, doesn't make the best decisions, but I'm damn happy he's our head coach. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, I even hear people still talking about, you know, how uh, they wish we had gotten Harbaugh. And that's just the thought of that is just horrifying right now. I'm, I'm glad uh, the front office made the right choice with bringing in O'Connell. I mean, he he's got he he's got these players. They're happy. They're happy to be on the team. They're happy to be playing. You know, they're having fun, and that's that's huge. So, yeah, I I agree. I, I still think Harbaugh can be a good coach in the National Football League. But when you look at oh, the things that Kevin O'Connell's done, and I think for for better or worse, I think people get to be too critical of players and coaches just because you want everything to be great. You you want it to be perfect. And when it's not perfect, it can be so inherently frustrating. And I didn't want Kevin O'Connell to be the head coach of the Vikings. And uh, those of you who've been around a long time know that I, I wanted D'Amico Ryans and Brian Dayball. And those were my two guys. Then so far I feel relatively vindicated feeling that way, but I'm also very happy that the Vikings ended up with Kevin O'Connell because he has done a really, really good job. And the record speaks for itself. 19 and nine is insanely good for the start of a uh, head coaching career. And it's it's all about the culture. The culture, they want to play here. They want to play for each other. And they 
they do so really, really, really well. I agree. Yeah, that's. Well, well, yeah, that's. I don't really have anything to say. So, well, uh, what's your favorite thing? Come on and say hi. What's your favorite Thanksgiving food, Harmsy? Why is it gravy? I mean, because it can go on everything. Everything you get on Thanksgiving, it can go on. Yes, gravy is the greatest. There, thing. There's actually people out there that don't like gravy. I'm confused. Listen, really? uh, if if Are you get, I, I will say this: um, Jesse Pierce, who covers the Minnesota Wild, hosts the Bardown Beauties, and does Before I Die with Score North. Wonderful person, brilliant mind. Just she uh, she rocks. She doesn't eat gravy, and she doesn't like gravy, and I don't understand it. And I, I it's. It's abysmal. She also has a take that she doesn't like cake, which I found very fascinating. But I guess if you uh, there, nobody's made you a great cake at that point. But no gravy. I I I I can't do it. I I just I can't get there. Gravy is the best. Yep. As you can tell, that. this is a pro gravy show. Um, oh, Harms, Harms, he, go ahead, Dave. Go ahead. Well, I was going to ask Harms who do. You, how do you think the game's going to go on Monday night? Oh, those poor bears. <laughs> At some point, you got to start feeling sorry for them. You know? no, no. I mean, the fact that, you know, there's there's all these, like, like Caleb Williams basically said that he's going to stay at USC if the Bears get the first overall pick. So... <laughs> Is at at some point you kind of got to feel bad for him. I mean, well, it's just it's it's a train wreck of a. They so. do have a history of ruining quarterbacks. I I wasn't a big Justin Fields fan, anyways. So. Oh man, I was. I I, I, I don't I, I don't know. I, I would have been really. You know that the how Spielman wanted him uh, trade up for him. I, think I would have been really upset if that happened. And I know I'm going to get crap for this, but at the time I was happier with Mon than I would have been with Fields. That so, Chris had that take. I mean, too. obviously, uh, you know, Mon does nothing right now. I, I still don't understand what happened with Fields because the things he was really good at in college, he now just stinks at. And it's like, what did you do to him, Bears? What did you do? Because I I wanted Fields really bad, and and when he started to fall, like we were doing our live show, and I was telling Dave, I'm like, go get Fields, go get him, go get him, go get him. It's gonna be a franchise changing guy, and I still think he'd be good. But man, when you see him with the Bears, it's like it's someone ruined him. Somebody, yeah, somebody ruined him, and they if you accent what Fields could do. And you promoted that and built a team around that, you'd be great. You'd be fine. Right? You'd be competitive. But what the Bears have done and their whole schizophrenic, no, we're going to make him a pocket passer and make him do all these reads. And he's going to drop back and he's going to stand still. And then Dave, wonder why that, it doesn't work. Dave, that's what he was great at in college. He stayed in the pocket and fired the ball down the field, and he ran when he had to. They rarely ran with him. He didn't scramble. He didn't take off. They they did some RPO stuff, but it was mainly, you're going to do Eric Coriel stuff. You're going to fire it down the field. 
Yeah, like, but that, that's why it's so weird that it's not working now because that's what he was great at in college. Mm-hmm. Hey, I do want to thank Chuck Litwin. Chuck just signed up to be a member himself. All right. Thank you, Chuck. Harmsy, why do you like coming on all these shows? Whether it be us, One Bar Lupagus, or any of the other ones. Why do you watch as a fan? You feel like like your family, that everyone knows everyone and everyone's friends, and it's great. You know, every, you, you look in the comments when someone joins, you know, a chat. Everyone's like, Davey Chase, what's up? Balster, you're here. Awesome. You know, it's it's like that with so many people, and it's it's great. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, in, 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 in every, you know, in every, you know, podcast, I'm, you know, I watch. So that's Vikings podcast, that is. So it's great. It's it's like a big family. It's like a new you know, school they, they, chat room. What's that? It's like the new school version of like the OG chat rooms in like 2004. Yeah. yeah. Hey, I was Same part of those location, back then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Back in the late nineties, no less. So yeah, it, it's great. It, it's, it's fun being a part of all these and being able to come on. And even though tonight I don't really have much to say, but it, it was still fun coming on and saying hi. Hey, it was fun having you on. Thanks for joining, man. Yep. Yeah, Harmsy, thanks, thank guys. you. Talking about an old school chat room right there. Vikings board. Oh, there we go. That was one of the originals. Thanks. Harmsy, it's been great. Great having you on. I can't wait to have you on again yep. and join us. Awesome. And I'm glad to see you in the chat every single show. Yeah, likewise. Thanks, guys. Thanks meaningful. for a great show. I appreciate it. Our thanks, pleasure. Buddy. Thank you very much, man. All right, Dave. Well, it's that time. We got to wrap this up. Wife is going to be home any minute, and I have to get ready to go eat my weight in chicken wings. Ladies and gentlemen, thank what you everybody for joining. chicken wings? You still haven't answered me that. You started off oh, yeah. on boneless. All right. Is it buffalo? Is it uh, chili and lime? What is it? It's honestly, it, it depends what I'm in the mood for. Um I'll do a buffalo as long as it's not too hot because I'm not great with spice. I like a good garlic parmesan, but some places do it so poorly that I just don't want, like, I won't eat it there. I will say the parmesan garlic sauce at Pizza Hut is fantastic. <laughs> Love it at Pizza Hut. No, it, it sounds weird, but it's dope. Pizza Hut, um, I love dry rubs. Like, a good house dry rub is awesome. Um, I'll do Cajun dry rubs. I, I love, like, a Chipotle um, salt and vinegar. Uh, I very rarely do barbecue wings because I'm not a big barbecue sauce fan. If uh-huh. it's barbecue sauce, it's got to be Chipotle. I loved, uh, I love the Chipotle pepper, but yeah, um, it's really depends on where I'm going, what I'm doing. I, I will prefer a dry rub if they have them because I've always been weird. I don't like things on my fingers. So like when I pick up a wing and I eat it. I'm always wiping my fingers off before I have the next bite. I don't right. know. It's like that. I that think that's just a me thing. But yeah, um, it's probably going to be Parmesan garlic tonight. Okay. Parmesan garlic isn't bad. Um, there's all sorts of Anthony's talking about teriyaki wings. A good teriyaki wing is very good. The problem uh, is a lot of teriyaki sucks. Like, well, that's uh, the pro- like I said, a good one. Mm-hmm. 
Um, my dad used to make these uh, pineapple soy wings where you take like pineapple juice, soy sauce, and like seasonings and marinate the chicken in it for like 48 to 72 hours and then bake them. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. I might have to have him make them for Christmas and bring them over because, and we'll smoke them because it's so good. Wow, that sounds great. Now, I can tell you that when I was at Bagram, in Afghanistan, we had our defects, the dining facilities. Mm-hmm. They had one of them did turkey wings Ooh. that were absolutely fantastic. I don't know what the seasoning was they used. I don't know if it was curry. I generally don't like curry, but it was, oh, you'd, you'd get them and they were so, so good. So, because it is Thanksgiving, don't forget that turkey wings can be made into your favorite buffalo, chili, lime, whatever else flavor you like as well. So, and they make a very good wing. And it isn't this big. It's this big. Yeah. I I might have to uh, do some turkey wings. um, But... I just want to say thank you, everybody, for joining, and I want to wish everybody a very happy and safe Thanksgiving filled with uh, the multiple Fs, food, family, football, and fun. Mm -hmm. Enjoy your weekend. We will be back Monday for a live pregame show leading up to the Minnesota Vikings taking on the Chicago Bears and I hope everybody has a a great, great holiday weekend. Enjoy the fact that there's so, 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 so much football. And be safe. I'm Tyler. He's Dave. See you Monday. Or Saturday afternoon for two old bloggers. There you go. Yes, and we will be live for two old bloggers. And from my family to yours, I wish you a wonderful, happy Thanksgiving as well. And may the football be good, and may the Vikings win without even playing all the way up to Monday night. What do we say, brother? Skull Vikings. Skull Vikings. Like, subscribe, and ring the bell to get notifications. It helps us grow this community that we all love our Minnesota Vikings. On behalf of Tyler Fornis and myself, Dave Stefano, thank you so dearly for watching The Real Forno Show. Skull, everyone! Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club! Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. 
Chumba. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This has been a Vikings First and Skull production. Part of the Fans First Sports Network.